Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support The Dancy Lagarde Reader. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to the last post for the 13th of January 2020. On this day in history, the Saar region, bordering France and Germany, voted to incorporate itself into Hitler's Reich. And in 1990, Douglas Wilder of Virginia was the first African-American governor in the U.S. to take office. So, pros and cons for the arc of justice there. Also, today is Rubber Ducky Day, so celebrate your favourite bath time friends, securing the knowledge that the industrial production of such tat is leading inevitably to the destruction of actual ducks. Ducks, am I right? Can't put them in a bath with a three-year-old. Welcome, influencers, wokeniks, Twitterati trolls, feminazis, neocons, the regressive left, and young men who've just read Ayn Rand's The Fountainhead for the first time. Also, welcome to our guest for today's episode, who is at least three of the above. <laughs> Nish Kumar, welcome. Truly, Atlas Shrugged changed my life. <laughs> um, lovely to see you. Oh, it's lovely to be here. And today's episode is a public health special uh, which is an exciting time. Yeah. There's some headlines. We've had a leap forward in the femtech market as period tracking app data leaks have made it a lot easier to understand why bitches be crazy. <laughs> Women taking their periods into their own hands, not in a gross way, may make some strides towards closing the gap in medical testing, which tends to lead heavily towards male test subjects, making medicine technically usually better for men than it is for women. <laughs> It's a fact, Nish. <laughs> I always read the ads, don't you? This is the classifieds section. Uh, for sale section, Pokemon toys. Recently went to Tokyo and picked up a lot of official Pokemon toys. Bought too much and need to sell. £5 each, £22 for 5 £50 for 6 £55 for 7 £90 for 8 and £80 for 10 uh, That is email Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon at yahoo.com. For that. The last post. The big public health crisis of uh, 2020 is likely to be people getting electric shocks from f***ing sex robots. <laughs> we know it's going to happen. We, you cannot be trusted with those kind of things. And we know how it's going to play out. Men are going to get electric shocks in their dicks from f***ing sex robots too hard. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, it, since the early days of, of, of electric shocks from f***ing sex toys, you know, when people were trying to f*** their toasters in the bath, and uh, it's become, you know, a new world of electronic uh, self-pleasure machines. What's wrong with a good old wank? With a good old-fashioned analogue self-sex? I mean, only the boring are bored, as my mum used to say to me. <laughs> What a philosophical response to me saying, what's wrong with a good old wank? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, also, she used to say, "Take what you're given and go where you're driven." Take what you're Take given what and you're go. Go where you're driven. Does that mean like let roll with the punches? Yeah, roll with the punches, or presumably, if you're having a wank, just be grateful for what you have. <laughs> Yep, sex robots are, that is going to be a public health crisis. Um, just because I think, I don't really know why they need to exist. I'm not fully clear on it. Also, though, you have a girlfriend. <laughs> I think, Importantly. I think even in the years that I was single, I don't think what I thought was, if only I could shag a Terminator. Well, so we've seen this massive proliferation of sex robots as a way to solve the incel crisis. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a good thing. There's been a lot less murder. Oh, yeah, that's, but, I suppose that's true. But a lot more death by penis electrocution. Yeah, and I mean, let's face it, we're not exactly losing the best and brightest with that. <laughs> if you're, I mean, if you die because you got an electric shock from a sex robot, you probably weren't, like... Reading the instructions properly. You, yeah, and you probably weren't, you know... Well, yeah, you they're... probably weren't leading to some sort of cancer cure. Like that's, I'm, I'm not saying that they should be killed. I'm just saying if they are, it's not the worst thing. <laughs> well, if you if you think about the marketing slogan for the Fgatron three thousand, um, it said you don't have to be dumb to f- a sex robot, but it does help. <laughs> it does. It does help. Without the moderating influence of Andy Zaltzman, this show is going down. This show, Zaltzman was. The buffer between this show and absolute filth. If you're a newer listener to this show, you'll know that Andy Zaltzman is my previous co-host who's now gone on to be very successful in Madagascar. I think he invented the Tron 5000, didn't he? (laughs) Well, by the state of his hair, he invented electrocution. (laughs) Slam. Slam on Zaltzman. Take that. One of the big health issues of 2020 is going to be in around autumn when hospitals have to treat all of the athletes that were pumped full of performance-enhancing drugs during the 2020 Olympics. <laughs> that is going to be... There are going to be some angry, steroid-addled, buff people being treated for... And I think... Is it possible to have too much blood? I didn't think it was possible to have too much blood, but it turns out the cycling teams at the Olympics have too much blood. <laughs> They're having to drain cyclists in hospitals in Tokyo. <laughs> I mean, that's the most horrifying future for 2020 that I can anticipate, other than, of course, uh, people suffering from intense um, cheese withdrawals after Brexit finally goes through and you can no longer get access to French cheese. Well, I think that might be the... I, I mean, the cheese riots might be the thing that finally tips the UK over into full Mad Max-style dystopia. <laughs> And we'll all have to explain it down the line as well. Well, obviously, there was the cheese war. Yeah, sure, we had British cheeses too, but they just weren't the same. Yeah, and actually, public health got worse because we ended up having to eat, instead of having dairy, which is bad for you, we ended up having to eat that those like craft cheese slices, which are basically made of paper and old hair. Well, as we, as we realised... Uh... Towards the end of 2019, Boris Johnson was very much basing his uh, his leadership on the leadership of Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, in December last year, withdrew a lot of the controls on, for example, pork production, yeah. uh, which meant that 
all pork in America is now literally full of shit and <laughs> toenails and penises and so on and so forth. So I feel like uh, a 2020 health crisis is going to be very rapidly Boris Johnson and and these parties talking about, you know, oh, H&S gone mad and, <laughs> and withdrawing all sorts of regulation on food. Look, the Liberals will say that you shouldn't eat faeces adult pork, but that is just political <laughs> correctness gone mad. Well, it's only very recently that uh, England and uh, Britain in general and Great Britain has managed to shuck this uh, public image of themselves as being, you know, filthy, crouched, slovenly, pale, <laughs> bad-toothed, unhygienic monsters. And I'm, I'm so glad that they're going back to that yeah, retro let's, image. Yeah, let's reverse it. Let's bring the 70s back. Let's bring back rickets. <laughs> Can we get rickets back? Been a while since anyone had rickets. I feel if we try hard enough, we can get we can get rickets back. Well, on America the table. is already sort of with the anti-vaxxer movement. It's already bringing back some really old-fashioned diseases. Oh yeah, wasn't it? 156 people died last year of measles. Yeah, absolute insanity. It's wild. Absolutely insane. I just want to see an iron lung on the high street. <laughs> Guess what, guys? Polio's back, <laughs> and he's bought a friend. The bubonic plague. So depressing, but probably good for the nation if you think about all sorts of things like workers' rights came up as a direct result of the plague Oh yeah, back in the day because all of a sudden there were no workers and they, they had some leverage. Oh, yeah. Bring on a plague, I say. <laughs> See what happens. How bad can it be other than literally everyone dying? <laughs> What's it's the worst-case the end- scenario other than everyone dying? <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Except for the people for whom it's the end of the world. Very specifically for them. <laughs> it's very much the end of the world for those people. Dear Madam, in response to your letter to the editor of the 7th of January regarding the small horse or medium-sized pony, those are two different things. I'm very disappointed in your proofreader as pony-sized horses do exist, but ponies and horses are different creatures. Ponies tend to be more stoic and intelligent than horses, although they can be wily, which is why it's sometimes easier to find a quiet horse for a child than a reliable pony. Could you please get your horse facts straight in future? Yours sincerely, Magda Zabansky. The Last Post. And that is it for The Last Post for the 13th of January. Thanks for coming, Nish Kumar. Have you got anything to plug? Uh, I will be uh, cutting the ribbon at the UK's newest laser quest uh, in uh, Pearly Way <laughs> next to the IKEA. I look forward to coming and playing laser quest with you, Nish. <laughs> All I've ever wanted to do was shoot you in the back. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> The Last Post is a production of The Bugle with something else. Executive producer is Christopher D. Skinner and it is hosted by me, Alice Fraser.